Welcome to Just Relax, a podcast where we take that advice seriously. I'm Heather. And I'm Rachel. And we're just two millennials trying to chill out one experiment at a time. Namaste and Merry freaking Christmas. It is the 23rd. It's the 23rd Christmas. It's Christmas. It's basically Christmas. Guys, it's Christmas. It is Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas time is here. <laughs> wow, you, you're filled with the joy. I love it. I love Christmas so much. <laughs> I am filled with joy. I'm currently drinking a hot chocolate, so that helps. <laughs> no, no, it's not called hot chocolate. We've discussed this. It's hocho. Hocho. It's hocho. Wait, you sure it's not like, what the hot heck? Hot I got calling it hotchko. <laughs> How cringy. Ugh. Hashtag hotchko. Oh no. my God, yes. Mahocho. Got mahocho. Got my mini marshes. Mini marshes. This is so cute. Um... I, please pardon my sick voice. I know it sounds pretty nasally and and uh, congested, and it is. But you know we're we're sounds still like upright, so it's it's, it's going to be okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> what counts. <laughs> It is the week of Christmas. What is stressing you out? You're home. You're in Canada. We saw each other yesterday. Oh yeah. Uh... Damn jam. <laughs> Sorry. That's going to stay. Yeah, I feel like so my immune system is like compromised because of all this like stress and like just variation. Honestly, the main thing that I think causes people to feel like disarray and stress, one of the main things I should say, because there's many factors as we've discussed this whole month, yep. that causes disarray and stress around the holidays is just a break from routine. Like you're just oh not used God. to your normal things and your normal pattern and your normal bed and your normal food and your normal comfort items like all of that is kind of like disrupted so I think my immune system was just like I don't know what's going on but like here's a cold also traveling through airports obviously that's Ugh, like city stuck on airplanes recycled air with germy humans dry dry air will grow uh, but you know there's there's some great things about it too it's nice to take a break I think it like you know, it'll be a good reset. I have like actual time off to enjoy for the holidays. So I'm not like feeling like I have to, you know, get on my computer and like send all these emails and like catch up. Like I'm actually like totally removing myself from the life I know um, and just enjoying it and going to like the coffee shops that I like to go to back home and like seeing my friends and like actually so like getting excited for the wedding that I'm planning um, because I haven't really like brought it to the forefront because I've been dealing yeah. with just regular life stuff. Holidays. But now that the family's around me, I feel like it's, it's an exciting time to celebrate. So also um, I would like to say this is the first day of Hanukkah. The 23rd is the first day of Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yes. And, and the 26th is Kwanzaa. The first day of Kwanzaa? I I should know more, but I don't know if Kwanzaa is multiple days. So I'm just going to say happy early Kwanzaa also. Happy times all around. Woo, woo, woo. And I know quite a few people actually who don't celebrate holidays at all. Um, happy Happy times. <laughs> happy, happy, happy Monday. Few happy days Monday. off work. Yes. Happy if you happen <laughs> to get them off, right? It's I'm actually working on Christmas Day, so. My wow. God. 
massage. Is that a first for you? Uh, yes, it is. Wow. Yes, it is. I, I think it's... And it's for it. So I'm excited. Like, I think it's going to be good. Is that the job with the kid, the kiddos? Or the it's job? It's the um, adult offenders or youth offenders. Oh, yeah. So so kiddos, but... My, <laughs> my delinquent children. Aw. Well, they will enjoy having your your joy for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what's stressing me out? Um, I think, like, you know, one thing that I struggle with is, like, this self-inflicted pressure. I talk about it a lot. Um, I just don't feel like I'm rising to the occasion to meet my own goals and, like, my own standards for myself. Um, and, like, just thinking about the whole year, I have had such an intense, big year in 2019. Yeah, and no. Um, I just, I don't give myself credit, but I have done a lot and I've grown a lot as a person, as a professional, as like uh, a partner, as, as a friend in a lot of ways to a lot of people. But, um, I just like feel this like regret and like disappointment and you know what it comes from. It's really weird, but I'm going to be brutally honest. Um, it comes from spending time watching tv and like being on my computer and like being on social media that's where i feel a lot of guilt is that i know that's strange like i should allow myself to have downtime but like if i spend an evening just like watching tv like now that i've been sick and if i just want to like watch tv i'm just like this is wasted hours of my life and it's just so damaging to not let myself just be and it's it's kind of sad <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Maybe there's something else that you would get, like, more enjoyment out of, like, reading or... Yeah, I think something like reading, because then I know I'm absorbing it a little bit more. Because, like, yeah. I'll read what goes on in a book, but, like, TV just feels like lost time to me. And I really don't want to look back on a year and be like, how many hours did I spend watching TV or, like, watching YouTube videos and stuff? Even though, like, you should have downtime in your day, like, in order to just recharge and relax and you shouldn't have to put pressure on every hour to be so amazing and make you a better person and fulfilling and whatever like you can just sit but I just don't allow myself to do that without 100 percent yeah so I don't know like part of me thinks okay so if you know that's something about you like maybe in 2020 I should think about like really like putting limits on it so I don't feel like guilt and then I really enjoy it for downtime truly when I get to that point Mm-hmm. Um, or if that's just like an unhealthy thing and I should like take all the the bit of relaxation time that I feel actually relaxed and just run with it instead of trying to cut that out for more what activities like hobbies and stuff like what am I going to do with that time but I kind of be curious to see so well, I don't know yeah I don't know man that's hard yeah I don't even know what to say about that if we're being 100% honest yeah I, I don't know if other people feel this way you? Um, I constantly feel lesser than. Oh, yeah. And it is through, um, I compare. I compare myself oh, often yeah. to others. And that's where these, like, thoughts of I'm not where I should be. Like, this right. is not where the average, like, 28-year-old is. Like, why don't I have... Like, it's one of those things where that I thought about before. Like, of my... There's like a core group of five of us in high school and of the five of us, I'm the only one who does not like own a home 
I was the last one to get into a relationship. Um, It's just like one of those things where it's like of the five of us, three are married, three have kids, four own houses. Oh my gosh. That's intense for 28. (laughs) I am none of... (laughs) I am none of those people. Like, I will say that every single one of us owns a pet. Like, we all own dogs, which is adorable. I think we've all accomplished that and done very well. (laughs) Yes. And they're all different dogs, too. Um, Shout out to those dogs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, frustrating because, I guess, and even, like, outside, like, when I just think about the people I I hung out with in high school, like, everybody seems so successful and like I know that you know a lot of people are probably looking at me too and and like thinking wow like she's like seeing the world like yeah that's the thing that's what my mom always points out to me like that's something they look at like I like if you have a house like that that's your goal and that's what you've worked towards and that's something to be proud of for sure but like I know if I owned a house I would like look at everybody else who's traveling and like doesn't have that constraint. doesn't have a mortgage locked down in one spot and be so jealous of them. Cause you That's have the, the ability to be mobile and like move around and the same with not having kids. Like now that and they, I'm sure like, you know, you make that choice and you love your children, but I'm sure there is that same like guilt and maybe thoughts of jealousy, even if it's not outwardly expressed all the time of like, Oh, they can just, do them like they don't have to take care of another life like I'm I'm, I wish I had that true um yeah there's just so much freedom like with where you're at and I think that should be exciting and celebrated but I also understand like we all compare ourselves to others and or we just set unrealistic expectations for ourselves and like really arbitrary markers like you yeah right that you're 20 like you're 28 like I for years I always thought like I need to be married at 23. Like now now that I'm almost 25, I'm like what what? Like why? <laughs> why why did I think that was an important thing? Yeah, I know it's wild, right? It's wild because that now seems so young to me and like it just wasn't, you know, like something that I really needed to have at the forefront of my mind. But it's like, oh, I've always saw that from like being a young kid. So it just felt like I was disappointing myself. Like, yeah. no one else was disappointed. Like, it was just me disappointing a almost pact I made with myself. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's uncomfortable. Um, it's hard. And I, I think social media, like, obviously doesn't help because it's everyone's perfect, perfect. Oh, God, right? Lives. The curated life. Yep. Um, Don't get me wrong. I have a curated life, but... Yeah, I saw that cute little family portrait you posted. Oh my gosh, so like, that is cute. so precious. <laughs> I fucking love my little family. But did I get in a fight with my boyfriend tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So... That's real. I appreciate that. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we have to remember the, the big picture and like what is our own goals. And like if we don't meet them, maybe that's okay. Like, I for the longest time was like, I need to be a published author. If I don't do that, I'm not successful. I'm not happy. It's not what I want. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Like I said, I remember saying, I think it was to your brother, like at some point when I was like 18, I was like, I'm going to be a published author by the time I'm 21. And that was like my goal. And I like verbalized it and like told everybody that's what I was doing. 
And now looking back, I'm just like, 21? The things I was writing at 21 were pretty garbage. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, I needed to grow as a person, as a writer, as, like, someone who could take criticism and, like, roll with the punches and, like, understand different writing styles and, like, develop my own a lot more before I could even get anywhere to a place where I would be proud of my work for years and decades to come. And I might not even be there right now. Like maybe in at 28, I'll look back at the work I did at 25 and be like, you still weren't ready. And that's okay. Like, what is the race for? Like what? <laughs> that's true. Like, what are we racing towards? Like death, like <laughs> literally <laughs> we're that's all rushing. Gracious. And that's, that's another thing I think about too, like on a micro level, think about all the people that rush home in their day. Like, they watch the clock at work. They fight through traffic. They can't wait to be home. They get home to sit and watch TV. Yep. You know, it just seems like you're rushing to stop. Like, yep. starting to stop. You're running to that goal, and then once you've accomplished it, there's nothing there, so you just, like, don't keep going. Like, I think there's such something so beautiful, the fact that, like, in the stage of, of striving to... And I think that's the most beautiful part of like being young. And that's what people look back on fondly. It's not necessarily like maybe it's all the freedom or whatever, but like the fact that there's so much momentum and like energy and like it's the action of going towards something that is so like nostalgic, not the thing. So let's revel in our own journeys of meeting whatever goals we're trying to meet and just like being and figuring it out. Because I feel like that's something super beautiful and like important in itself here's to trying anyways here's to just trying did i ask you what's stressing you out um effort from being completely honest i'm not stressed at the moment nice yeah at the moment i am like quite content with my life which has been a long time coming because i have felt like the the heaviest like the atlas's amount of stress upon my shoulders (laughs) Did yeah, it was, that, like, no, alleviate? it's just like not like oh to alleviate it, alleviate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, if we're continuing in the saga of my life, <laughs> uh, last week I said that I was offered that job that I was trying to manifest. Yes. In the same week that I was offered that job, I told my other job that I was going to leave. Oh. And do you know what I mean? Like, I was offered this new job, so I told my old job that I'm going to leave for this yes. new job. Yes. And I was not happy. Like, as soon as, like, I voiced that, like, as soon as I told my boss, like, I was going to leave, like, I got another job offer, I wasn't happy, and I sat on it for about three days and, like, just cried and felt terrible and just had, like, this pit in my stomach and just, like, hated the idea of leaving this job. And I was like, if this is the right decision, then this cannot, like, this is not the feeling that should go with this. So I just kind of like evaluated my life and like what I needed to feel like happy and healthy at the time being and accepted that this current job is going to be part of my journey. So I turned down the new job offer and I'm going to stick with my current job, which I was hating on for a while, but it has grown on me and I have grown a lot in the last like two months that I've been there and I'm excited for the journey. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy for you. It was very, it was tough, but like, this is what is going to be best for me, like right now in this moment. That's incredible. Yeah. 
as well. I love that. I love that like raw decision making just because you like identify like, you know, you you went with that gut feeling. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's so badass. I'm like so because <laughs> I honestly feel like you know it's so easy to just objectively think like, well, I wanted that other job. So I have to go for it, but it's like, That's what was you, yeah. you have to, no, you don't have to, like, you can make your own choice and like, that's okay. There's obviously reasons for it and you know them. And even if it is just based off of like feeling like it is helping you grow as a person and like, you're happy there. Yeah. Heck yeah. Right. So I'm like content. I like going to work every day. I like coming home to my boyfriend and my pets at night. I'm excited for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Big things. Like, I don't know, just like the new year is starting. It's going to be new year, new us. Same old stress. No, Same I won't say that. Stress. We'll see. We'll see what the we're new year brings it. in terms we're just, of we're just doing it. Right? Oh. Um, and then... Yeah, so I'm not majorly, am I minorly stressed? I'm like, a, like I don't know. As much as a normal person is on a normal Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm good right now. Cool. Um, yeah. So seeing how Christmas is happening in precisely god i could tell you hours like hour countdown at this point but i won't um seeing as christmas is happening presently oh 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 um let us not talk about the stress but instead revel in the glory (laughs) of past christmases Ah, the ghost of Christmas. I don't know what I'm trying to do here. I love that your accent came out because my favorite thing to watch around the holidays is the Great British Baking Show. Oh, yeah. And the holiday episodes, like, get to me. Like, I just think they're so so heartwarming. Because I'm a a Christmas baker. Like, I love baking around the holidays. And there was one episode where they make Yule Logs. And they're so hard to make, but I always try to make them. Yeah, that's great. So the the British accent fits. I like that. It's Christmassy for some British reason. accents. Yeah, I agree. Christmas <laughs> and Britain go hand in hand. Yeah. There was no more magical a Christmas than the one I spent in in the UK. So why is it? Speaking of like, I think the reason why we're thinking of like, oh, Britain and like the British accent around Christmas is the fact that it is like an older country with like these deeper ancient traditions that it just feels more nostalgic. Like something I was thinking about the other day is how. So much of our Christmas spirit and joy is, like, tied to, like, this nostalgia of, like, how it used to be. Mm, old-timiness. Old-timiness and Christmas, like, go hand Traditions. in hand. And, like, Agreed. people always think it was so much better and more wholesome before. Yep. But, like, you can it make wasn't. it just as wholesome now. It wasn't. It's, yeah, like, ne- not necessarily, like, it wasn't necessarily wholesome, like, was there less consumerism? Maybe, but like you don't have to consume. <laughs> like you're not shackled Actually, to it. It's funny you say that because this year, I think I've mentioned this, that my family is not doing any kind of gift exchange this year. Like there's no single person that I've bought and like bought a present for. And I think number one, I'm highly enjoying it. 
Number two, I'm desperately missing it because like I love giving gifts. Yes. I love like I almost feel like a lot of my Christmas spirit is tied up in the the hustle and bustle of it all. Yeah. Like I love going to the busy malls. I love finding those like seasonal gifts that are perfect for that one person. I freaking love wrapping Christmas presents. I love it. I love it so much. I was actually just saying to my boyfriend, I was like, do you, cause I don't even know if I've ever seen this in real life, but I feel like it's been depicted on like TV shows and movies and stuff where there was always that like kiosk in a mall where you could take your presents and have them like professionally wrapped for like a yeah, yeah. or whatever. I, that was as a child. Yes. That's amazing. I love making presents look as pretty as like to the point where, I guess that's probably how some people feel about like making desserts like so good you don't want to eat it. You know what I mean? Like so yeah, yeah. don't want to open it. And I prefer above all else to always like wrap a gift in wrapping paper if it's possible. Yeah. Like it's so easy to like throw shit in a bag with like some tissue paper. But like even if it's something that you buy that doesn't come in a box, like I have so many like I keep boxes. Like whenever I buy something that comes in a box, even if it's like a toaster or like a mug or like literally anything that I keep boxes. I keep boxes of all shapes and sizes so that when it comes time to give a gift that is not boxed, I can box it. That's awesome. I would definitely I definitely want to pay somebody to do it because like Heck, I do it for free. I'm literally wrapping my neighbor's gifts tomorrow night because I love it. Amazing. What the heck? I need to live next to you. Basically. Dang. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for free. <laughs> well, I ran into this problem because like I'm traveling home for the holidays and I'm just bringing like a carry on bag because I'm ridiculous. And uh, yeah. What for the holidays? Well, honestly, it's because you have, like bulky sweaters and junk. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my method, the method to this madness is like, um, my partner can bring, he has like the ability to bring multiple suitcases and check them. Oh, um, nice. so he's going to bring my suitcase empty and then i'm gonna fill it up with all the stuff i left at my parents house oh nice yeah because i have more christmas sweaters and like winter clothes there than i do here right now so i'm coming like minimal and then i'll fill it up and be good to go um but my issue with that in relation to gifts is that i've only gotten like (laughs) my choice on what presents i buy people are totally based on how small they are yep so that I can fit them in a bag and like Hashtag carry them gift cards. Yeah, right. So I've gotten like really tiny, tiny gifts. They're still like decent gifts, I guess, but like they're just small. And it it takes away that joy because I don't like when I was shopping for a few things, I would see something that I was like, oh, that'd be perfect for this person, but it'd be too big. So it couldn't just be, oh, this is the great thing for that person. I, I'll just put it in my trunk and like wrap it when I get to it and drive home for Christmas. And then there it is. Like it's a lot more thought to it, which takes away that like sparkle. Mm-hmm. But I've complained quite extensively about my thoughts on gift giving for my own. <clears throat> it's my True. own like feelings about it. Um, definitely not inflicting that on anybody. Cause I know like, as we talked about, like it's a love language, you know, it's how some people express their love. I don't yes. express my love that way, but like I totally Fair. get some people do, and I like respect that. And like, I get, I get it. I think I would feel that way. I think last year I felt it more when I could be more prepared for the holidays. Speaking of the nostalgic, 
and the holiday times and the joy of Christmas. Something my mother always does around the holidays Mm -hmm. is she'll just disappear for an hour in the middle of the afternoon and be in her room with the door closed. And I'll be like dead silent out of that room. And you could just hear like the action of like gift wrapping. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know why it's so like nostalgic for me in like a really warm way. Because I think like everybody's home, the house is so busy and we're like looking for her like, you know, like, oh, like, yeah, why isn't she part of this? And it's like, oh, she's wrapping gifts. And it's right. like, you know, she's wrapping gifts that she thought about you and bought for you and like taking the time to make them so beautiful and like really just like shutting herself away but like in a way where we all know that it's happening to like you know that like um because we're waiting to see what they are and like that excitement is just like building because she's so deliberate about hiding herself away for it you know that sounds lovely like I feel like other people could just like do it in the evening and no one would notice but she makes a point to like be like I have to go wrap gifts disappears (laughs) disappears Under no cloak of anything. She's like, just in the room. Don't come in. Don't come in, but you'll probably hear wrapping paper crinkling and ribbons and great sounds of gift wrapping. That's hilarious. (laughs) I love it. Uh, I'm trying to think like a nostalgic feeling. This, for me, snow falling is nostalgic. Like, a gentle, like it has, yeah, the big fluffy flakes, the gentle falling. There's just like, I have so many memories. Actually, one of the like first Christmases that I can actually remember, like I was, oh gosh, I must have been like three or four. And it was one of those Christmases where it was green up until like, I don't know, probably snowed in like November, December or whatever, but going to bed on Christmas Eve, it was green and waking up Christmas morning, there was, like, no word of a lie, a freaking foot of perfect white fluffy snow, like, oh my God. on everything, and, the like, the snow was falling, and it was, like, everything was blanketed, and this, oh my, I can't, I can't even, like, and it's just, like, that, there's that, like, that magic is the magic of Christmas for me. Like, I can remember a handful of Christmases where it was like that. Like, went to bed green on Christmas Eve, woke up, like, fluffy Christmas morning. And, like, so it's just, like, any memory. Like, my most warm feelings of Christmas time are usually something, like, so, so simple. There's one very, very, very specific memory I have. I must have been 11 or 12. And I was going on a sleepover right around Christmas to a friend's house. And I got homesick, as children do when they go on sleepover sometimes. So at some point, I called my mom. And I was like, I don't want to sleep over. Like, it was fun to, like, come and, like, have dinner and hang out with my friend. But, like, I want to come home. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll come pick you up. And it was a snowstorm. And it was, like, not a snowstorm, but it had been snowing all day. It was, like, tons and tons of snow. It was still snowing. Whatever. We only lived, like, a block away. So she, like, came, picked me up. We went home. And I think, like, I don't know where everybody was. There was nobody else in my, like, there's nobody else in my memory except me and my mom. But, and it was in our old house um, that I grew up in. And there's just, like, this memory. I'm sitting on the couch. The living room is dark. I'm, like, looking. The Christmas tree lights are on. And the Christmas tree was in front of a picture window. And... We were on, like, a residential road, so there's, like, street lights on, and so the, like, light is on the street outside, and you can see the snow falling, 
behind like the silhouette of the Christmas tree and there was like gentle Christmas music playing and I think I was drinking hot chocolate or I've conjured that because it goes with the memory. Um, (laughs) I know I was eating like caramel corn or something, but I just like remember sitting and like watching the snowfall behind the Christmas tree glow and like just like chilling with some Christmas music. And I try to like have a moment like that to myself every year. Like I will go out of my way if it's like a lovely night and the snow is falling and I will just like turn off all the lights except the Christmas tree, put on a Christmas like, and it's like, I can't, it can't be an upbeat Christmas song. It has to be like, it has to be like, oh, holy night or something. You know what I mean? Like it just has to be like a pretty song. And I just sit there and I just like soak in the Christmas feeling. Oh, heck yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. So like that is my, that is my nostalgia. I remember something similar where it was in, the house that I like identify as my childhood home. Um, even though I haven't, my parents haven't lived there for like a good 15 years at this point. Um, same. Yeah. Um, and the Christmas tree was up. It was fully decorated. It looked great. It was by the window as it needs to be. And I just remember sitting on the couch and I don't know where everybody else was, but it was definitely like late evening. And this is like something I created for myself. I was probably six years old it was like the first time where I like was aware of Christmas and like had a memory of it. And it like, it felt like I knew it was coming. So you could get really excited about it. Cause you're aware enough of like time and like that there was a Christmas before and that like what happens on Christmas morning. And I put on Bing Crosby's Christmas album as my mm-hmm. voice and his voice like gets to me like, Oh my God. But like just, it makes me melt. I know it does for a lot of people too. Like that deep voice like is yeah. so otherworldly and entrancing and just like playing that. It was a cassette. Um, and uh, oh just my sitting God, on the amazing. couch and just like laying on the couch. And I distinctly remember how I was laying too because it wasn't like laying across it. Like I was on the middle cushion and just like my legs stuck straight out with like my hands crossed over my like belly. And Aww. I just like stared at the tree and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Christmas time. Like I freaking am so stoked. Like I don't need to do anything else at this moment, but like just be excited. That's amazing. Uh, That's so cute. Oh my gosh. Bing Crosby. So simple. Right? Bing Crosby's song White Christmas is my favorite Christmas song. Always has oh, been, yeah. always will be. It is my favorite, favorite, favorite Christmas song. What about the movie? Yeah, I watch it every year. Yeah, I uh, watched it the other day and I thought of you because I, I think, I don't know if I watched it with you or it has been on in the background when we've been together because I remember Probably. like little facts you would bring up about the movie like, oh, you see that actress? Well, did you know this about her? And You know, it's just nice to remember all those things. Oh my gosh, so true. Yeah. Hey, Tranquilites. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We put out a new podcast episode every Monday, and we'd love for you to subscribe to us so you can see our beautiful little logo pop up on Mondays or Tuesday mornings, wherever you want to listen to it. And don't forget to leave us a review with a challenge idea. Slide into our DMs with a topic idea. And most importantly, share our posts and get at us on social media. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love for you to join our little Tranquilite squad. And you can also email us at justrelaxpod at gmail.com. And all of our social media handles are at justrelaxpod. See you there. Ones that I watch and like my siblings will watch regularly are the Santa Claus movies. Yep. I'm a big fan of them. 
classic. Yeah. I love great. the Santa Claus. I love the Santa Claus. That movie is pure, pure, pure gold. The yeah. Purest of and all I'd the say gold. one one and two. I know there's other ones, but I'm only really talking about one and two. Yeah, no, one and two. That's it. Yeah, That's just all. one and two. That's all there is in my mind. Same um, with the Home Alone movies. Only one and two. Yeah. The other ones don't exist. They're garbage. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting, like, the things that... Because I, I remember, you know, when I started dating my partner, like, when I'd go over to his family's house for the holidays, like, you know, his brother would ask me or something, like, oh, like, what are your family traditions for Christmas? And I remember being like, I don't really know what's a tradition for us because I've never seen, like, another Christmas, you know? Like, how do I identify what is your tradition that is so unique to your family? Um, I think I can now, probably, but... Okay, um, that's fair. It just, it just all seems so, like, quintessentially Christmas that I don't know what is unique. Oh, yeah. I get what you mean. What um, would you say? For my family, we have a... VHS tape that is about four and a half hours long and it has my parent my dad started making it in 1991 oh. and it probably went until like 1995 and it's basically just like a VHS of Christmas specials that he like taped off of the TV um so like the first few he taped when it was like 91 and then like he would just like add on to the tape as like the years went on and he'd be like oh I didn't get this one last year or whatever so there's about four years worth of Christmas specials on it and they're like like Christmas specials that I have not like that nobody else has ever watched or like that aren't run anymore because they're just like not relevant or whatever so it's like it's got like a Garfield Christmas on it which my family loves I don't know a single other person who's ever seen that Christmas special it's from like I don't even know what year Garfield Christmas came out. Maybe in the 80s, but it's, like, it's hilarious. And then it has, like, this thing called the Claymation Christmas special. Like, again, things that no other human has ever watched, it seems. And it's just, like, we always used to play it every year when we would decorate the Christmas tree. And, like, um, I personally love decorating Christmas trees. Like, that's one of my favorite Christmas traditions is, like, the day where I get to, like, put up my Christmas tree and decorate it. Like, it's a huge... um, I don't even know like it's a very sacred thing for me mm-hmm. so I make an effort to go and like decorate with my parents every year so like my boyfriend and I went down and we like helped my like parents decorate the Christmas tree this year and we put on that VHS and it was just like it's just a thing it's just a thing I love that I love that VHS. Awesome. it's like but... a it's like a relic it's like so yeah sacred yeah. another thing too to think about is like you know now that you have your boyfriend in your life you're celebrating the holidays together like what are some things you might want to establish thinking mm-hmm. ahead? Like the things you do now might be a tradition. Like I was thinking, you know, to make an ornament together, like something handmade where you can like incorporate something that represents like maybe something that happened that year or a trip you went on or a picture of you guys. Like, I don't know. There's all these options, but kind of like what you establish now could end up being the traditions for a long term. Like how your dad yeah. just started recording those VHS tapes. Oh my gosh, I don't know. We haven't done anything that I would consider a tradition thus far. Hey, there's still a few days. <laughs> True. There's still time. There's still time. And it's also nice to let them come naturally, too. Like You don't have to force them. But yeah. I was thinking, like, when you were talking about VHS tapes, like, wouldn't it be cool to just record, like, two minutes of you and your partner, like, talking about Christmas that year and, like, what's oh going God. on and, like, what happened in the year very briefly so and true. just 
like where you are at that point in time. And then you can have that like compiled over all these years. Like that would be so special. It would take a lot of like effort to like maintain that. It would be a lot to maintain though. I agree. But like, I do like that idea. Yeah. Like if it can happen, that would be awesome. Maybe I'll try it. And like, if it doesn't work, if it doesn't keep going, whatever, like it's not really harming anything. So that would be cute. I love that. Do you have any like Christmas foods that are like a tradition to you? Like it's not Christmas unless I eat this one thing or these few things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So my mom for years has been making what we used to call raspberry ribbons, which are this amazing cookie that was in a Christmas magazine from like 2002 or something. And it was like a Christmas recipe, like something like natural living or like country home or something like that. Yeah. What they're actually called, but yeah, uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. But it's this like ripped out page that she's kept because her recipe book, I love this about my mother is also super nostalgic is just like pa- like a binder with like loose leaf like ripped pages and stuff in it you know like Ugh, it's just like a, a pile of like recipes but she knows exactly where everything is and she can find anything in like 30 seconds yeah um so that recipe is for like a shortbread with raspberry jam kind of like running down the middle like you make like an indent when you're baking the raspberry jam oh yes and then you cut them long ways so it's like a long strip of shortbread with raspberry in the middle and then you drizzle it with white icing i think i've had these they are so phenomenal and in lit now in present times we call them raspberry buttons because we learned over the years they're a lot easier to make like as circles and then just like press your thumb into them yeah fill them with raspberry or you make them into like sandwiches so you just cut out circles and make like a disc with raspberry in the middle oh yeah no matter what way they are they always taste phenomenal and like bring me immense amounts of Christmas joy. Another thing that's a tradition that's unique to my family is um, my dad does his own special gift on Christmas Eve. What? <laughs> so he uh, like, I feel like this happens in a lot of families. I feel like he doesn't have a lot of involvement in like the Christmas morning gift process. Like he doesn't go out and buy them. He just like lets my mom handle all that. So on Christmas Eve, he'll organize his own gift. And it's always something ridiculous because he wants it to be super memorable and like outlandish. So the first year he did this, which was probably like 10 years ago, he made us all like the four siblings or the four kids in my family, like I have three siblings, would sit on the couch. Oh my God. Close our eyes and hold our hands out. And that's always Jesus what happens on <laughs> Like, no matter what, that's always how his gift is presented. Like, you have to have your eyes closed and you hold your hands out and it's so uncomfortable because you know it's going to be something, like, gross or weird or, like... What? Why? Because the first year, he laid these little things in our hands and they were soft and fuzzy. And when (laughs) when I opened my eyes, there was a little doll in, like, little Barbie clothes. And they looked, like, super weird and, like, gray and fuzzy. And he said he was collecting his <laughs> belly button lint all year to make these dolls. Yeah, that sounds exactly like obviously, your father. Obviously, he did not. Because that man could not <laughs> that much belly button lint. But he would pull the lint from the dryer and then make these little dolls. Oh, my God. That is it's your father to a freaking tea. Oh my 
Lord, I love that so much. I know for a fact my dad's going to listen to this episode and laugh hysterically. So, it's amazing. So, that kicked off his his tradition of giving us weird gifts. So, I have a great collection of very odd gifts that I'm sure if anyone saw, they'd be like, what is this? (laughs) I don't have to explain who my father is and the way he is. Yeah. but it's always so memorable and it's so funny and he gets so excited about it. <laughs> That's adorable. And we get so uncomfortable because we're like, what's it going to be? Like, you know, I'm trying to think of another example. Like, um, sometimes they're cool, actually. They're not always weird. Sometimes they have like a history. So like he he ran into like some shop with like of, of like a, a trapper or something and like would have these furs that were, like, from, like, local animals or something, and it was, like, from, like, a native reserve or something, so it was, like, sourced in a really interesting way, and then he would talk about, like, the history of it and, like, give us information about it. You know, it's not always, like, just weird. Sometimes it's just, like, something that has a story behind it, and that's always his thing. That's sweet. I like that a lot. That's really adorable. I... For my entire life, spent Christmas Eve, like, my family would go to church. Yes. And last year was the first year we didn't. What? I mean, I'm sorry to say, I'm just like, I know you guys always do. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was a weird thing to not go to church. Just because there was, like, like, Christmas Eve got done to a science. It was, like, don't you love how, I feel like Christmas Eve is that, like, hurry up and wait kind of a day. Because it's, like, you wait your entire freaking year for Christmas. You wake up, it's the 24th, you're like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, it's the 24th, it's the 24th. Yeah. And then, like, there's nothing to do on the 24th. Yeah, yeah, I totally You're just kind of like, oh, wait. Like, I've spent most of my December 24ths, like, in pajamas watching movies. Like, literally doing nothing. Like, there was one year I went for a hike. Uh, sometimes I, like, wrap presents. I don't know. It's like this day where you don't do anything, and then all of a sudden, like it's time to get ready for church. And you're like, oh my God, okay. Okay, it's go time. It's go time. It's go time. <laughs> so you like shower and you get like dressed up for church and you're like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Ready, ready, let's go. And you go to church and it's mostly just like singing Christmas songs and you're like, woo, Jesus. And you like hear all of the Jesus story <laughs> and you're like, woo, this is great. And you like get home and it's like 8 p.m. and you're like, oh my goodness. And then like my family would always make finger foods. Like we would do hors d'oeuvres and we would put on a Christmas movie And we would just, like, do that until we were too tired. And then we would, like, when we were kids, we used to do that, like, Christmas Eve gift or whatever. And sometimes it was, like, pajamas that my mom made us. Sometimes it was, like, the present from our older sister because we didn't grow up with her. And then, I don't know, that eventually dwindled. But And then as adults, it, like, kind of starts to turn into, excuse me for yawning. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, And then, like, as adults... It turned into like drinking and like Christmas Eve woo, and you like have a bit of a party and it's great. Um, but it was like there was such a formula to it. it was like do nothing, go to church, come home, eat finger foods, watch Christmas movie. And it was like, oh, frig, I just loved Christmas Eve. But yeah, now like the last few years, especially it's that time. And I feel like we talked about this in the podcast before that time of like flux where like everybody's situation is different every year. So Christmas has to take on like a bit of a new form every year. Yeah. There's no like new set traditions yet because it's like you're testing the waters with everything. Yeah. Like this will be the first Christmas ever 
in my parents' history of having children that they will have no children with them on Christmas morning. Like on the morning of the 25th, they will wake up and be just the two of them. Like they did Aww. friggin', I don't know, 29 years ago. Wow. Yeah. That's Isn't that wild? So weird. I know. And it's going to be my second Christmas ever waking up without my parents. Well, this is going to be the last one that I know everyone's going to be just yeah. trying to hold that status quo, like for one more year. Yeah. Before it's like, well, you, it's hard. It's hard to constantly like, you know, it's hard that I know my partner is going to leave on Christmas Eve to go to his family and his family obligations that we can't like, I'm going to wait an extra day to then go the next day to yeah. meet up with him. Just to give it one more year when realistically, like, it makes sense for us to, like, be with my family before and then go do his family. Like, make it more seamless so we're doing it together. Because it is hard to, like... Yeah, it leave. is. Like, I, like, he's my family. Like, why do I have to pick one family or the other? And, it, and my family probably feels the same way. If I don't show up, it's like I'm not picking them, even though they wouldn't say that. But it's like, that's always hard. It's That'll so have to change, and it's the natural way of things. And like, yep, it's not necessarily sad, but oh, Christmas time—it's a wonderful time. I remember always, always driving back from church, looking for Santa on the way home, Aww. listening on the radio because I always love how they do that. They like play it on the radio for like where mm-hmm. he's at and what's going on. I know that's so true, and it's so easy to just pick things in the sky and be like, I think that's it. You know, so wholesome. Now it's all about food and that's okay too. (laughs) Yeah, now it's all about food. Christmas is all about food and drinks. Like I really want to so much like mulled wine for sure. I'm so much more okay with that. There was a Christmas, it's probably like four years ago now. And I swear to God, over half of the gifts that like my family opened was alcohol. Like, we yep. just kept buying each other just, like, this nice bottle of wine or, like, this bottle of, like, whiskey or this bottle of whatever or this, like, you know, bag of craft beers. It was just, like, all of this alcohol. But it was great. Yeah. No Not one mad. was mad. <laughs> exactly. What do you think about tea? we got to wrap that up. Tea. Tea has been a lifesaver this month. Yeah. Tea has helped calm me. Tea has helped wake me up. I'm still doing the green tea every morning. I don't have coffee until like noon every day. Um, tea has soothed me. It has warmed, warmed yeah. me. It has bonded me a little bit more with my boyfriend. It has helped me explore my mug collection. Yeah. And holy crap, I can't believe that we are done. I feel like we were just starting this. I feel like we were just starting this challenge. Yeah, I like this one. I think it's one that's easy to incorporate into like a lifestyle. It doesn't cost a whole lot of money. Um, You know, some teas are more expensive, but like you can get them fairly um, priced reasonably, I think. You can also make tea out of anything. People forget that tea is literally just, like, a steeped drink. Yeah, like, I totally... Because I'm so obsessed with spearmint tea and it's my true love and I think it's, like, really helps. 
and I think it's been a placebo, but like I will totally yeah. say it's it's calmed me. Like mm-hmm. make me if I'm feeling anxious and I have spearmint tea, it does make me feel better. So yeah. I'm gonna keep doing that. Good. So I wanna get a spearmint like plant. Ooh, cool. and grow the leaves and then just like steep them. Well, you that... have to dry them first. Oh, dry them first. Okay, I'll Google it. But Google I have, yeah, first. no, I have friends who make their own tea. You just get a mint plant. And mint literally grows like a weed. Yep. It's so easy to grow. It is like one of the simplest things you could do. And it doesn't take that long to dry out the leaves. I literally, like, I have friends who do it. Like, I 100% have friends who do it. Nice. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Everybody get your tea on. I, yeah, I don't have anything negative about it. Literally no. No negative things <laughs> at all. And, like, there's so many more kinds to try that I feel like I didn't even get to right? get around to. Because I've just like, had so many that I wanted to drink. So I always reach for orange pico, spearmint, peppermint, um, green tea. Like, I yeah. haven't really gone into any of the others yet. Because um, that's all I need. Like, I feel like that's my toolkit of tea and it's worked. Yeah, 100%. I love that. Everything can be fixed with a cup of tea. How dare you? Question. I'm not going to fix your broken arm, but okay. Okay. Everything emotional can be fixed with a cup of tea. A lot of things emotional <laughs> are made better over a cup of tea. Yes. And the things that cannot be, you could try ho-cho. Ho-cho. <laughs> ho-cho. 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 Tam, tam, tam. Just kidding. I did not coin that. Um... Drink tea, live life, enjoy the holiday season, see the good, embrace the small things. And just try to relax. We have like a week left of this year. You're doing a good job, everybody. Like really. Survive and thrive for one more week. You are thriving. You've done it. Think of how far you've come in one friggin' year. One friggin' decade too. Don't right? don't discount that. I know. Give it a decade. Where were you in 2010? Uh, I was in university. Grade, we were. We did not live lives where we could have a podcast like this because I feel like we wouldn't have nothing in common. I was like, hi, no, I'm, I'm 14. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, and you're weird. <laughs> yeah, you were kind of weird. I was weird. That's okay. I glowed up. Yeah, no, fine. yeah you did. We all did. We all did. We've come a long way, folks. We got a long way to go. Just find some peace and tranquility and grab a cup of tea and we'll we'll get through the holidays. Mm. So we will have a special episode coming to you next week to wrap up the year, the 2019 year. And we will talk to y'all in 2020. Have a very merry, not stressful holiday, everyone. Namaste, namaste. <laughs> and have a tranquil night. Tranquil nights. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us complain about all the things that stress us out. It's like we're best friends already. Join us next week to hear us bitch about more things that stress us out. Until then, just relax.